Okie dokie. Okay, friends, welcome back to another episode of Parents Read the Darndest Things. I'm Kayla. I'm Lane. So this month we read Bonnie by Mona Awad. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was a ride. That's right, Bunny. Mm. <laughs> I hate it. I I um I don't know what I read. I don't know how to understand it. I don't know what it meant. But I didn't hate it. I didn't I really didn't hate it. It it yeah, I didn't hate it. I don't know what happened. I, I don't think, like <laughs> we're seeing this I'm so confused. I hated it, but, like, you're, like, I don't know what happened and you're okay with it. Yeah. I'm, like, I hate it because I feel like I'm not smart enough to understand what happened. That is exactly what I said in the car on the way here. I was, like, I'm pretty sure if I was just a smarter person that this would make sense. If I, like, yeah. sat down and tried to write an essay about it, yo, if you teach high school or, like, college lit, this is an easy essay. This is give your kids this book to read. Yeah, there would be a lot. There would be to talk so about. much to unpack. Yeah, you could easily like dissect it. Yes, for its value as literature, but like plot, no idea. What happened? I have no idea. I thought at first it was like a take on feminism, mm-hmm. and and how girls compete with other girls and this like not like other girl thing. But then in the end. I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know how that fits, but I'm sure if I had seven pages and um, (laughs) Galileo that I could make it work. I think, like, it was about feminism in its own part. Yeah. And they were just, like, I think they just used all these, like, culty tropes. It was very, like, 80s mean girl movie vibes. And I, I really do love the bunnies, but you know how susceptible I am to cults. You know, you know, my deepest desire is to join a bunch of people who just love me. And I really like that they use the royal we. Um, and I thought that was, that's another thing you could talk about if you were writing a paper. Halfway through the book, Samantha starts. Yes, thinking as a bunny. They took us. They put their hand on us. Yeah. Bunny, we're here, Bunny. And it was, like, so um, unsettling. It was disorienting. And I was like, who is who? And no idea. I needed individuals, and I didn't get it. And I know I wasn't supposed to, but that's what I wanted. Yeah, and the audiobook was better. I thought about that because you, they did different voices for Bunny. And so you could tell, oh, that's that Bunny. But I thought about that when listening to it. I was like, if this was in print, I would have no idea what's happening. No, that whole section, I was like, what is this? And I thought it was like her inner monologue, you know, as she was overtaken by the bunnies. Yeah. Other bunnies started talking, and I was like, no, this is too confusing. It was, I I liked that the bunnies were weirdly pretentious, super fake academic, very into like, dark things yeah but then they're the things that they would say was almost like vapid feminine yeah you know and and then towards the end I couldn't tell if that was reality or if that was how Samantha perceived them Mm. 
and like how and like then I thought okay well is that how Samantha is perceiving female friendships when you're like I love you so much you know that kind of thing yeah. that girls do you know you're in the bathroom and you're like oh you're looks fantastic I love your dress like that kind of thing like was yeah. it mocking that was it praising that was I I don't know I'm not I again I'm not smart enough for this book it, yeah it was it was kind of an overwhelming read I don't think, based on this book, that I would like any other kind of surrealist book. I can do, like, horror novels, yeah. like, it's like a weird dream state that people fall into or something like that, but there has to be, like, enough of a line for me to know what's real and, like, oh, this is happening in their head. Yeah. Oh, this is, like, their perception, whatever. But everything in this was just so blurred. Yeah, there was no... There was no, um, reli- first of all, Samantha is the most unreliable narrator who's ever existed. <laughs> I don't know, I, 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 you can't trust literally anything she says. So with the whole book, I was like, is this magical realism? Is this a fever dream? Is this, she's black swan level crazy? Like, I don't know what it was. And I like other surrealist novels. I think I threw it up in the Discord where it's, mm-hmm. um, Suicide Blonde and The Strange and Beautiful Life of Ava Lavender. Mm-hmm. Those are both like surrealist, kind of magical realism, but there's kind of a tangible this is happening and this is the character's brain. Mm-hmm. And this one, I, I cannot tell you. I don't know. I don't know if the bunnies are just like the secret society or if that's literally how Samantha just perceived them. And it wasn't really the truth. I have no idea. She does a lot of this, like, harking back to when she was little and her mom would always yell at her for, like, being too imaginative. Yes. Like, it's time to stop pretending. So I think that contributes to the argument that, like, this is her perception or these are scenarios in her head. Yeah. This whole thing is just a story that she's making up. Oh, yeah. Like, the professor, too, Yeah. that she was seeing... It was kind of implied that that also was just in her head. Like, it never happened. Yeah. They didn't ever do anything because it was made up. Yeah. It was... But then, on the flip side, like, there, there's a time, I can't remember if it's, like, in part two or if it's almost near the end, but where she finally recounts everything that was happening with that professor that was alluded to the whole yeah. time. And it was, like, nothing sexual or anything like that, but, like, they were developing a relationship, basically. But it's so detailed, and it's yeah. talking about how she went, she would go to, like, a bar with him. She went back to his house, and they, like, stayed up and talking, and this, that, and the other. And it was too descriptive to me yeah, to have been made up. It was... Oh, gosh, what was it? There was another one that was... Um... When she said that it just, you know, why do you lie so much? Because it makes a better story. There was so much that implied that she's just imaginative. Yes. And all this happened with the bunnies during her writing slump. Mm -hmm. And then after that, after her bunny thing. Yeah. Then she started writing again. Mm -hmm. And so you were like, okay, so was was that her own mind as a way to get her writing again? Yeah. 
And and then who the heck who was Ava? Where did Ava come from? Where did Ava go? It was so perplexing. It was rough. Uh, I'm still team Ava was real. I think. Yeah, I have no idea because if Ava wasn't real, then Max wasn't real. Right. Or if they were both real, but she made them make believe. As in, they were real people, but in her imagination, she made them come from animals. So she yeah. kind of, like, maybe something happened to Ava, and she couldn't process life of Pai. Yeah. And was like, okay, well, she was really just a swan that I turned into a person anyway. Yeah. And you could argue the same for Max, then. Yeah. But... Then with Max, it's like, so was she manipulating all the bunnies as though she were Max? And, like, so who did they have a relationship with? If Max was, yeah. a, like, a stag all along, and he would never existed as a person, who were the bunnies so enamored with Yeah, that well, caused them to tear apart? Yeah, and it makes me think that, okay, so, like, I'm not smart enough for this book. Okay, hold on. So, Max and Ava were real but not real because Samantha made them not real, but they were real. I think that all the... When the bunnies turned bunnies into boyfriends, Mm -hmm. those were actually just their boyfriends. And then Samantha kind of created this magic behind it to make the story better. So the story goes, there's a bunch of mean girls... She got caught up in their drama. She right. lost her best friend. Mm-hmm. Her best friend started seeing somebody. Yeah. She snapped out of it. Ava got hurt somehow. Yeah. The boyfriends were only just boyfriends. They yeah. were never bunnies. And it was all, like, exaggerated. Like, when you say, oh, yeah. honey, I love that dress. You're not talking in the royal we. It's just this kind of weird hyper-magical take on just everyday college life. I That's where I'm leaning. I can see it. It's just not what I want it to be. <laughs> I can guarantee that, that <laughs> this book has left me like, I don't understand it. I'm not, I get, I'm not smart enough for this book. I don't understand what happened, but I do know. Definitely makes me feel like my reading comprehension skills are dead. <laughs> I don't have them anymore. <laughs> I've read so much fantasy and romance, I can't read anything else anymore. Um, anyway, so next next book we're going to do, like, a hockey romance again. We're going to start <laughs> real simple. We're n- it's going to have a very clear plot. Very clear. Everybody's going to be real. 250 pages max. <laughs> yeah, this one was long, too. This one was long. Oh, I listened to it um, on an audiobook, and I listened to it 2x speed. Yeah. Let me tell you how much of a fever dream it felt like. Everyone was just really fast. And I was like, what? Um, yeah, Libby, the Libby app said it was close to, like, 500 pages. Yeah. And I was, like, Rough. trying to translate that into, like, if this was a physical book, it wouldn't be 500 pages. How many pages would it be? It but was still, a, it would be, like, four-something, probably. It was 11 hours on audiobook. That's why I listened to it at 2x speed. Yeah. Um... That's probably like a good 300-400 page book. Yeah. It was it was lengthy. But at the same time, it's like it felt too long because it was hard for me to understand. Yeah. 
But for what was happening, it really was not too long. There were no parts where I was like, let's hurry up and get through it. Yeah. Like, she hated the bunnies. She got sucked in by the bunnies. She leaves the bunnies. And I was worried, like, when she was sucked in with the bunnies, that that was going to be very long, drawn out. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. So, like, the plot progressed nicely. It was just like, wow, I wish I could understand the plot. It was my favorite part of the book. The bunnies were my absolute favorite part of the book. I, you know how I feel about eternal obsession with everybody year-round, okay? If I, I would, and I want this. I want a girl gang who does seances and paints our toenails and calls each other bunny instead of our names. Does it sound like a cult? Yes. Do women do cults better? Also, yes. Okay? So, conclusively, for the girls, it is a cult. Not the boys. It's a girl cult. Just the girls. This is for the girls only. No boys allowed. I'm not against them. Being I don't, a girl gang. I don't know if I loved them or just, like, you know, you know, like, in Recess? Remember the, um, the Ashleys? The Ashleys. Okay, yeah. they're the Ashleys. Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> They're the Ashleys. I guess that's what bothers me is, like, just genuinely the same way it bothers me. They're like, wow, I wouldn't hate a girl gang. I just wish they were, like, nice. Because even to each other. Yeah, they're mean. They're, yeah, they're mean to each other. And they just don't say anything. They, like, have these passive-aggressive side eyes and, like, conversations with expressions. Yeah. There's one part where, like, Samantha gets bit by a bunny. Uh Uh-huh. Whoever, Duchess or somebody has to drive her. And she's literally like, I should just let you die. She says it, like, five times. I should let you die. I mean, there was a lot she of, like, I wish your writing was more like this, but I loved it, Bunny. Yeah. That's why I kind of felt like it was a commentary on, like, feminine relationships and how women engage with other women. Yeah. Um, in that, like, when you see these close-knit groups of girl gangs and you feel like an outsider, they probably don't like each other as much as they pretend to either. Yeah. But then you have the reverse side where you're not like other girls and you're not that way and you hate that way, but you know you would. Yeah. And I think that was an interesting thing to do. However, don't understand what it meant because there was no resolution. So I'm like, wait, did uh, it? Uh, there was no resolution for any of it. Uh, and I, I, again, I'm not mad at this book. It's probably like a four stars. But I have no real conclusions about it either because I don't understand what happened. When we got to the ending, it felt like an ending. It felt like yes, closing the book. You know, I was like, yeah, we reached something. But what did we reach? Because there was a conclusion for everybody, you know. Samantha graduates. She basically is more open to having a new friend um, in Jonah instead of blowing him off all the time. And then all the bunnies, they were hurt by the real or not real situation with Max slash the stag. But then is that how they got hurt or did they get hurt another way and we don't really know? But it doesn't matter, whatever, they were realistically hurt. But they graduated like everybody else, and then Samantha doesn't have to see them anymore. Yeah. Can you talk about the part where the way Samantha saw them in the beginning, in their apartment, in their lives, wasn't the reality that we saw at the end? Yes. So, you know, she's, like, hyper-descriptive when she first gets to the apartment, and she's like, this is what everything looks like, these are, like, the colors, the details, this is what everybody's wearing. Yeah. But it's like everything's so comfortable, everything's so plush. This is like a rich white lady's apartment. 
And that's part of like her weird jealousy thing, right? Because she was like identifies as a poor person. So she's like super analytical of the way everything looks. And then near the end where we're having like our big climatic moment, she enters the apartment to be like, you killed Ava and she's threatening them. And they're like, well, you just don't know when to stop imagining. And then after they say something like that, she takes a beat and looks around and she's like, this is still like a nice house, but it's not the way I remember it. So it's like, that was like heavily alluding to this being in her imagination. But then the events still continue to happen yeah. where Max was there and they had to go outside and all hunger for Max and fight over him and then he turns into a stag and she's still there with an axe, which was very real to me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would reach a conclusion and be like, okay, this is what this book means. And I'd be like, wait, no. It's not that either. Yeah, I think I'm settling. I'm settling on most of it was based in reality. Mm-hmm. Samantha is hyper-imaginative and made the story better. So, if it was in her head, what do you think when they were making the drafts? Yeah. Or, like, boy bunny things. What do you think was actually happening? I think they were literally making drafts. They, they were writing out writing drafts. Books together. And I think, like, I think that's kind of going back to the smut salon mm-hmm. where they were making each other read things. Yeah. And when they go, okay, you need to stop imagining stuff, I think all of those meetings that they had were, like, writing prompt sessions, mm-hmm. smut salons, things like that, where they're writing something and she's... Oh, I could see that because each of the draft men yeah. that they created had always had some kind of literary tie. Yes. Yeah. Like okay. Odysseus and, like, mm-hmm. all the names. So I think a lot of it was a reality, mm-hmm. but Samantha prone to lying and making things more fantastical for a better story. Mm-hmm. You, so she's just an unreliable narrator. Ava was probably just an art student. Do you think Ava was, like, really a person who was her friend? Yeah. I think Ava was a friend, and then she was, like, when she started losing Ava. Yeah. You know. That's when things had to get more fantastical. Exactly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she was losing Ava because she was getting in this writing block, and the bunnies were doing so well in their classes because they were, you know. They were having, like, they were, their dedication. Their dedication. Yeah. So she started getting more involved, and then Ava was like, you kind of suck right now. Mm, yeah. And I don't think Ava died. I think that she was either got, like, another art opportunity or just stopped hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. Ava was so important to me. I like, <laughs> I didn't like Ava at first because I thought she was way too pretentious, like, with yeah. the veil and the black gloves and stuff, but then... Yeah, I think she was kind of like, again, Samantha was making her way more fantastical than Ava really was. Yeah. Like, you think she's probably just, like, a jaded art She's student. probably just an art student, student. yeah. yeah. Like, the bunnies are probably just vapid girlfriends. Like, we all know who we're talking about. Both ways, we all know, like, this yeah. edgy art kid who may be a little too edgy. Yeah. And we all know the rich girls who are kind of vapid. And then Samantha was just, you know, quote-unquote normal in the middle, not yeah. fitting into, like, these extreme boxes. Exactly. But she was, like, obsessed with the extremities. 
and made them way more extreme than they probably already were. You know, yeah. that's why I think it's almost the story is there and then she made it better. That's that's kind of where I'm landing. I think the clues are there. Again, I think if anyone did this, like you could write a billion papers on this book. Oh yeah. There's so much. There's so many layers. Yeah. I liked Jonah. He was very grounding. Yes. And he was even if it was all in her imagination. I think he's the kind of figure who if we had seen inside his head, it would have given us the real answers, because was it in her head? If it was, he didn't care. He was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're talking to rabbits, that's cool. Oh, you're hanging out with them, even though you don't like them? Oh, that's okay. cool. Like, do you? Do you want to hang out later? No? Okay. Wasn't there a part, and I, I think I saved it on a clip in the audiobook, where the other poets, the other guys, mm-hmm. not Jonah, yeah, but some of the other guys, um, Samantha was like, they hate us, we're stupid girls, and yeah. we always hug each other, and the guys hate us, but this is when she was in the royal we phase, and yes. she was like, they hate us, we, we love you, we love each other, bunny, like, it was yeah. in that phase, but she was, she was saying that the poet guys didn't like those kind of girls, they thought they were silly. Yes. And, like, we all know that that happens, where guys won't let girls have fun. Like, anything yeah. a girl does, they're like, that's stupid. Yeah, she was, like, so enraptured with this new lifestyle that she was cultivating. But then John was that one link yeah. still that remained to the people who could judge her. Like, she could never escape this judgment, even with Ava. It was just the other extreme. You know, you're being judged for being vapid. Yeah. Or falling into this. Or being too edgy. Yeah, with the bunnies, judging Ava for being too edgy, they were, it was like fake nice too. They were like, oh, is this your friend? But then they made the friend go away. I think it, yeah, it it really wasn't, um, I don't know if interesting is the right word. I still don't understand it. But I do think it had a lot to do with like, often how young people feel trying to fit into social circles. Mm -hmm. You start seeing all the problems and flaws when you're on the inside. Yes. Yeah. And you also see that the reality is not what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, like, okay, you make friends with this person, and then you go, well, actually, they're kind of judgmental. They kind of suck. They're kind of mean. Yes. But you're sucked in so much that you're like, I still want to be their friend. Yeah. And she received it on both sides. Ava was equally as judgmental and mean. Yeah. To people neither one of them knew. So, I mean... Maybe the whole point of the book is everyone sucks. Have we thought about that? <laughs> have we thought about it? It's so hard to have friends. A novel. Yeah. What is college? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if anyone has any idea on what this book actually meant, hey, Mona. <laughs> At <you> Mona. <laughs> Help. <laughs> and if you're an English teacher, could you, uh... Do a class on this one? Yes. I would be so interested to see, like, papers on this. I feel yeah. like there's a million, million different ways you could go. There's I mean, a lot of, like, to- yeah, just, like, small topics that you can unpack that are carried throughout the whole book. Mental health. Mental health. Femininity. Anti-femininity. Performance. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like, yeah. Yeah. In their friendships, they're all just performing it's for each other all the time. Pr- and I think that was a word that was used 
when Samantha said when they were criticizing each other's words, performance and body, yes. all of those words were used. I think there's more and more evidence that points to the fact that Samantha fantasized reality. Like, all yeah. of these events did happen, just not as dramatically as Samantha relays them. That's kind of where I'm landing. But if the if that's what happened, there's still no, like, yeah, there's still unquote, like lesson here. Yeah. Because in the end, say that this is the story she presented as her thesis, her advisors say that they loved it. Uh-huh. They're like, I didn't think this was the direction you were going to go. It's very different, but I loved it. And isn't that just encouraging her fantasy, fantasy or whatever? Yeah. I don't think yeah, that like, I don't she think would never stop. No, she's way. never going to stop fantasizing. And I almost kind of like that because, like, isn't that what artists do? Yeah. You know, like, isn't that, like, what this book is? Like, it's, it's just making something that's really normal, super weirdly fantastical. And here we are doing a podcast on it going, what the fuck did it mean? <laughs> Yeah, I know it was rough, and but I do feel better that, like, I'm not the only person who had difficulty reading it, because I was really worried I was going to come in here and you were going to be like, this is what happened. Don't you see? No, I haven't. Yeah, don't you <laughs> see, Kayla? Don't you know? And then, of course, our book clubbers are not big fans of this one. No. Sorry, Mona. Because it's confusing. It is really It's very confusing. justified. Um, it's, it's, I think this one would be probably one of the few ones that are literature, literature. Yes. Like, this is, you could bring this to a class. Like, literature. Yeah. Um, this is not L. Kennedy. No. However. No, it is not. (laughs) However. (laughs) uh, Yeah. It's crazy because I could read high fantasy, deep world building all day long and be like, yes, yes I get it. it. This makes sense to me. But you take what it should be like my actual reality and twist it like a little bit and I'm like, mm-hmm. what is happening? Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. Oh, I don't, I don't it. understand it. If you're giving it four stars, I'm giving it like two stars. I don't give it a four stars. I'm giving it four stars because I'm thinking about it. That's I didn't hate reading it, although it left me like, Wait, what? Um, it's how I feel after someone makes me watch an indie movie. Ooh. That I'm just like, what? Huh? Yeah. What? So I don't understand any of it. I can't tell you what happened. But I didn't hate reading it. The experience wasn't unenjoyable. So. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's fair. For me, the experience was very frustrating. Uh, like I, I said in the Discord, I'm a very, like literal person so if you're going to base something in reality at all i need clear lines but that's just my style and Um, i can understand how other people don't mind it yeah i work with children (laughs) so like half the time when someone's talking to me they're four and they're like and then the thing and then we went to the place and then and then when when my when my favorite color is blue and i'm like yeah okay (laughs) Sure. So I just don't worry about it. I'm just uh, like, did I understand it? No. Do I care? Also, see, no. <laughs> when I work with the adults, 
literally half the conversations I have end with, does that make sense? Oh. If that doesn't make sense, <laughs> tell me so I can make it clear. No. Okay. Nothing makes sense in my reality, <laughs> so when my books don't make sense, I'm like, valid. Oh, no. <laughs> Is a mood. It's fine. I was, I still don't know what, what this book was about or what I was supposed to take away from it, but I didn't hate the journey. <laughs> it's not a journey I'll take again, but it's a journey I'm grateful I had. It did, like you said, it gave me a lot to think about. Yes. I'm going to keep thinking about it. But if I never thought about it again, like, I wouldn't be mad. I would be fine. I'd be fine. Uh, I still am a huge fan of the bunnies. If anyone wants to join my cult, where we refer to each other as us and we only, <laughs> and we give each other cute names like Bunny, and we only call each other Bunny, where are you, Bunny? If I they, big no. mood. If they had individual cute names, like if one of them was Bunny, no. and one of them was Chipmunk or whatever, like if they were all just cute animals, that'd be fine. The fact that they all use the same name. Bother me. I'm a big fan of Hive Mind. Uh, oh, okay, so... I see the benefits of Hive Mind. Like, in reality, you know, you produce so much more, you create better work when you have the benefit of the Hive Mind. I'm not against the Hive Mind. I actually think I was already in this cult. Uh, I had a college <laughs> friend, and, hey, Angela, if you're there, love you. Um... <laughs> We would go out every weekend, and we referred to ourselves as Team Dazzle, and she was Queen Dazzle, and I was also Queen Dazzle. <laughs> oh. So we did go, love you, Queen Dazzle, love you too, Queen Dazzle, and I realize now it's clicking that Team Dazzle was this cult. Instead of saying bunnies, we were just Team Dazzle, and we would make all sorts of jokes. We'd be like, give them the razzle-dazzle. Oh, my God. Um... And we would be like, it's so not dazzling. <laughs> no. That's so much. And that's we would get ready together, and we would wear matching tights. And so, okay, I take it back. I was already in this cult. Oh. I had a great time. Ten out of ten. Do you recommend? Angela, hit me up. If it was not the ana <laughs> like the passive-aggressive animosity, Oh, yeah, I'd none of that. We, like, we actually did. We were really, we were best friends. Yeah. There was none of There was also only two of you. There was only two of us. And I yeah. think that it would be really easy for anyone who wasn't Team Dazzle to look at us and go, this sucks. Like, that must be the most, the worst friendship ever. But we had a great time and we did really love and support each other. Yeah. But I could see how on an outside perspective it could seem really fake. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, so, again, that's like maybe layers upon layers of, you know, if we see this big group of women doing those kind of behaviors. Yeah. It might have some toxic underneath it. It might not. I think don't the, know. the group size has a lot to do with it because one-on-one, -on -one, you can just be like, I love and support this person. Yes. And I know everything about their personality, and I'm okay with it. But when you get other personalities into the mix more and more, there's going to be clash. Like, maybe you love this person, and you're, you're okay with yeah. all their flaws or whatever, but somebody else comes in, and they're just opposite in just the right way where your friend and this other new friend like don't get along. The more and more you have in the mix, it's harder for everybody yeah. to have harmony. And like with her and Ava, Ava had like all the same negative qualities that the bunnies had. But she was like okay with it. 
she even felt judged all the time, but she was just like, I love her. Yeah. Because I can, it's just easier to be cohesive with one person. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Every time I start to get somewhere, I'm like, wait. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. There could be commentary on, like, the stereotypes that we assign people. Like, yeah. these vapid girls were obviously a sorority. Like, mm -hmm. that was kind of where we were heading in this. Your stereotypical sorority. Yeah. And Ava was your stereotypical art school student. Mm -hmm. And those are rivals. Yes. Yeah. But they're also for the same reason. Like, Ava only hung out with art kids. And she was like, all these writers are blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it was kind of like, okay, well, if you both kind of looked internally instead of externally, you would realize you were flawed in the same way. Yes. And in individuals, yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's easier to know individuals and love individuals without it coming across as vapid. Or you could say that, you know, sororities provide a lot of positive in a hive mind. Yeah. Whereas, like, individuals might have conflicts, but the sorority is a united front. So, yeah. again, so you, you someone wrote a paper on this for real. Yeah. Like, there's so much to unpack. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you would put up with individual conflicts because the hive yeah, because is greater. It's greater for the hive, or, like, the benefits of the hive yeah. outweigh the cons. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Now I'm thinking about Team Dazzle. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I do get it. I feel like if anyone would have hung out with us, they would have been like, I'm an outsider in this duo. Mm -hmm. And I could see that. Did yeah. we mean to? No. Were we so obsessed with Team Dazzle that it's all we could think about sometimes? Yes. We went out <laughs> every weekend and we'd be like, Come on, we have a Dazzle. We're Team Dazzle. Oh, my gosh. And it was obnoxious. I was 22, okay? Okay. I was young and fun. I had bubblegum pink hair, like Kayla's, except her, mine was like pastel pink. Um, How difficult to maintain. It was very difficult. And we went to a bar in the 90s, and we only danced to 90s music. And we would slide the DJ like a 20 at the beginning of every night, and we would just be like, not this song, play the next one. And we were regular, so he'd be like, okay. <laughs> uh, I love it. And we had a great time. Yeah. Was it a little bunny-esque? Yes. Yes, it was. But, like, I support it in that way where, like, I just, I support the girl gang. The girl gang. Yeah. I think it is really interesting that, like, I, my biggest takeaway is, like, girls should just let each other have fun. Yeah. And whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. You should stop judging women. <laughs> <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> let us live. I think that's kind of, like, a big takeaway from this book is that, like, yeah. you know, you can romanticize or fantasticize anything you want, but at the end, like, we're all doing the same stuff. Like, we're equally as judgmental, and yeah. we're equally as dumb in a lot of ways. Like, your edginess is probably just as obnoxious to someone as someone else's, like, high, affluent lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's just, like, let go of the insecurity. Yeah, just don't try so hard to, like, fit in with one of them. If you do, that's fantastic. And if you don't, that's cool, too. You can still be friends with them. Yeah, it's like removing that layer of, um, I'm an outsider, so I'm going to hate it. Yeah. You could just be like, I don't have 100% of my personality in common with 100% of yours. Yeah. But that you doesn't do mean you. you can't be friends with them. You do you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You do you. That's the takeaway. So maybe here. the bunnies are obnoxious. 
stuff. But if you can just ex- accept it. Yeah, and just move on. Yeah. Um, maybe our kids Look are pretentious. Probably. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, maybe, you know what, that's, we'll just take that away from the book. It's just, just, don't worry about it. <laughs> just let it go. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, too. Yeah. Um, my brain is, like, melting now. I don't Ooh. understand what happened. Um, yeah, I read more than half of it last night to finish it, and I'm like, really? Uh, yeah, I got through, like, six hours of my audiobook in, like, two days. I'm, like, seeking comfort now. Um... I'm like, what am I going to read that, like... Fan fiction. I'm going to yeah. go read, like, a comfort fanfic. Oh. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go read Isolation. So dramatic fic. Um, have you read Manacle? Manacle? I've heard of this one, and I can't tell you honestly if I've read it or not. Is it long? I don't know. I think so. Anyway, If it's uh, long, I have not read it. I hate Hermione. In that one? In all of it. Well, not in fanfic. I hate canon Hermione a lot. I why? do. Why? I do. I'm open to hearing about it. I'm just curious as to why. I think the more I've grown up, the more I just am like, God, you're annoying. See, um, I can see she's annoying, but like, she's so desperate to, the same thing, she's so desperate to fit in and like yes. prove herself. Um, so like, I think it's valid. I think I've just kind of lost my um, vibes with Harry Potter, except I still love Harry Potter fan fiction a lot. You can can't go wrong with fan fiction. You cannot go. I think fan fiction sometimes just did it a little bit better. Have you read All the Young Dudes? No. It's a series. It is massive. I think it's a trilogy, basically. Yeah. I haven't even finished it yet. It's that long. Um, but it's about the Marauders <gasps> era. Stop. And I'm into it. I'm into it. They're my favorite. It's a wolf starship. <laughs> As it should be. I just feel like s- at some point... Harry Potter the series is a lot less good than Harry Potter everyone's headcanons. You know, and I'm just like, what happened where all these people are putting their, like, genius vibes into, like, dissecting why Albus Dumbledore is the true villain and um, creating these, like, backstories for the Marauders and and even, like, the next gen. And I'm like, these are... (laughs) These are better than the source material, my guy. Um, so they hold all the power. They really do hold all the power. I. If you have a rec for a good fan fiction, it doesn't have to be Harry Potter, but a good fan fiction. Should we do fanfic December? <gasps> Should we do fanfic December? Should we do yes. fanfic December? I'm only absolutely in love with that idea. I want to do it. Are we all going to read one fic? Or do we I read think... our own fics? And I think we should. Or do we read fics under, like, a theme? Like, everybody read, like, a Harry Potter fic. I think we should read each other's fanfics. <gasps> or um, throw in your favorite fanfiction in the December Book of the Month mm-hmm. channel. Yeah. And we can just read however many or however few we want. Or mm-hmm. you can read your comfort read, your favorite theme. This is the greatest idea I lo- I've um, heard in my lifetime. This is my stance. Fanfiction <laughs> is great. <laughs> Okay. I'll well, never fan, stop reading fan Some fiction. fan fiction is not good. I've um, read bad fan fiction that I would still highly recommend. I could be like, this writing is so poor, but I love it anyway. What are your absolute hard no's on fan fiction? All the fan fiction I read is Harry Potter. Full disclosure. Love that for you. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I 
they stand for mining. Hard no. Um, oh, hard no would be Harry and Hermione. Ew, gross. Do not ship Harry and Hermione. Uh-uh, not at all. I know that's a really big one in the fanfic community, but uh, I'm not here for it. Mm-mm, I would be open it. to a Drury or Ginny Luna. Yeah, love that. Yeah. I've never read those, and I'd be very interested to read some of those. I really like Next Gen for Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really interesting because you have a whole bunch of no like rules apply. Yeah. And I love Marauder fanfic, like... Yes, yes, please. I, I have not read a lot of good Marauder fanfic. All the Young Dudes is definitely yeah. top tier. But everything else I've read this Marauder era has been like very short. And yeah. that's just disappointing. But they weren't given a lot of canonical content to start with. Do you like long or short fanfic? I'm kind of a fan of like snapshots a lot. I'm I love snapshots. trying to read like a novel. Mm-hmm. But long, I'll read a short one for yeah. sure. But I've got to be ready to read, like, three of them. Yes, yeah, so I have to have multiple tabs open where, like, a lot of snapshots and I just go one after the other. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I lied. I don't only read... I also read Akatar fanfic. <laughs> Girl, I just read an <laughs> Asriel and Gwen fanfic, and I am obsessed! Is it going to be better than I think the next book will be? Probably. Yes. Has it ruined me? Absolutely. <laughs> I know that I am going to be devastated when it doesn't play out like my fan fiction does. Oh. And then I'm going to be hurt. I've hurt my own feelings. That's the danger. It's the danger. Fanfic for things that aren't completed yet is the danger. The last fan, I can't remember what it was called. What is his name? Who gets with the lead? Lorkin. Oh, yeah. That's who it was. Ooh. I wanted to say Lucian. I was like, that's not right. That's not right. It was a Lorkin and ooh, a lead. Ooh, wait, Lucian and a lead? I kind of, ooh. And it was, I do like that. It was okay, uh, a snapshot. Yes. Yeah. And so it was like, Elaine and Rode were there. All the main characters were there, but they were, you know, like side characters. In yeah. This. And it was during their journey. So it was just like, on the road, we got to stop yeah. and like make camp and whatever. Snapshots have a way of what happened while like, they were at camp. The snapshots have the perfect way of capturing atmosphere and emotion. Yes. And it makes you, like, right in heart. And I'm like, <gasps> It just gives me a stronger love for those yes. characters that canonically you don't learn as much about. Yeah. And you, you become so much more invested in them. Someone on TikTok... This, TikTok is really good at knowing exactly what I've talked about the day before. I don't know why. But I had a friend... And we both watched the um, Life with Derek. It was a Canadian yeah, Disney, show. Was a Disney show. And everyone knows <laughs> they had intentionally insane chemistry between the two main leads, who were step siblings. Yeah, that okay. Cool. It was so weird. It was weird. And then my TikTok was like, you should read this fan fiction. I have a weird, uh, where it was like, okay, well, these were almost kids in a show. I have a weird time, like, even wanting to read fan fiction about that. Yeah. But it was funny that there is now fan fiction about this couple that was never canon. But it was but so heavily implied. It's so heavily implied that it is canon. And so then I went on AO3, and most of them were all set after the show anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, like, mature characters, there which I was go. like, okay, fine. Yeah. I have not yet dived in. Don't know if I'm going to. It's just sitting there tempting It's you. sitting there tempting me. And even um, the actors, like, on the TikTok was showing their Twitter feeds. Yeah. And the actors are like, no, this is canon. This is, like, how we feel about it. And I'm oh, like, what? Okay. 
So I don't know what Disney was doing, but um, if anyone, <laughs> what are, what are your shows where you're like fan fiction is saving your life right now, like satisfying mm -hmm. something that the source material didn't? That's what I want to read. That's a great yeah, that's a great question. I love that we're gonna do this. Fan I love it too. December. I think perfect. that's the highlight of fan fiction. Honestly, that's the joy of fan fiction is delivering what the canon source did not. Yes. Oh, I love fan fiction December. I'm so excited. This is great, especially because what we just read was so heavy. This will be light. Yeah, it'll, be it'll fun. give you more freedom as the reader. Yes, I'm very yes. excited about this. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll take a dive. I'll read a college fic. Maybe yeah. I'll do it. I'm gonna get on TikTok later and just look up the fanfic hashtag. Oh my god, that's a great idea. Yeah. TikTok really does be listening. They were like, I heard you talking about Life with Derek. Do you want this? And I was like, uh, I didn't until now. Didn't think I did until right now. Um, they be doing that, though. That's how I found my Asriel Gwen fanfic. And look how happy that made me. It really did make me so happy. I'm obsessed. It's not finished yet. Oh, I can't. That's another hard note for me. I can't read unfinished fics. Girl, I subscribe to the story finished. and I get email notifications from AO3. <laughs> I haven't read it. I've um, I've let it kind of sit there for a minute. I so haven't read it so read. I can like binge read several chapters because I think that's really important to that's me. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gang. So we had no idea what the book was about and now we're reading fan fiction. Seems on brand. Yeah, that's, that's very us. That's very us. That's very royal we um, for this situation. Thank you, bunny. <laughs> And okay. it goes to show that I am susceptible to a cult because I think I was already in one. Ooh. Newsflash. It explains a lot. It really does. Um, if you're ever looking for a member of your girl gang, you know where to find me. I probably won't be in the girl gang, but I will support you and I will cheer you on. That's all I can ask. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's been... It's been weird. It's been weird. But we came to some good conclusions. Did we? I'm gonna say yes. Okay. We 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 really understood what we were talking about. We were so analytical. Wow. I'm gonna give each of us a gold star for trying. Yes. Miss Wright, my English teacher. Hey. I did good, right? <laughs> right? If she doesn't give you the sticker, I'll give you the sticker. Thank you. Because I think effort is important. <laughs> but now to do a little less effort, we'll have fanfic December. Drop your fake fix in the Discord. Ask for fake wrecks because I live for live. wreck threads. Live. Yes. Okay, yeah. gang. <gasps> I love it. I'm so happy. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. Wait to see what lane drops because it'll probably be the most diverse selection uh, of fakes. Yes. Mine will all be the same. But we knew that. Okay. Well, I say we wrap it up. Yeah, that's it. All right, gang, this has been Parents Read the Darndest Things. I'm Kayla. I'm Lane. Bye. Bye.